an open text podcast. Welcome to the Open Text Developer Cast, the place to go for anything related to developers and information management. Get access to the latest news and updates, learn best practices, and hear from others within this thriving community. Up today, we have a very special uh, day because we have uh, Valta Boot. He uh, works for Amplexer and he is based in the Netherlands. Amplexer is one of our partners and they have been working very closely with us in, in the past few months. Now, I should say they've been work, they, they've been a partner for for quite some time. But the reason why we have Valter today is because today the topic we're going to cover is how partners help shape the future of OT2 services. Which, and, and let me give you a background on, on, on this. At the end of the day, uh, companies have large groups and teams of people who build all these great services together. But a great and critical component of building these new services comes from working with partners who in turn have the chance to provide their feedback, their comments, their their ideas, so we as a company can uh, produce better services, services that are aligned to what uh, customers needs, services that are very well aligned to what partners uh, need. Because at the end of the day, if we're successful, if partners are successful, we are all successful. So today, Valter is going to be talking about what was Amplexer experience uh, or, or so far how it's been the experience to help us shape uh, the services uh, uh, for open text. So Valter, thank you so very much for being uh, here today. Yeah. So maybe you can uh, tell us a little, a little bit about yourself. Uh, I know you work for Implexer, but uh, maybe you can tell us how long have you been working with Implexer, what exactly you do. Uh, I already said you're based in the Netherlands, but maybe you can give us more information. Yeah, I, uh, I've been working at Amplexo uh, for uh, one and a half years now. Um, I've been um, uh, working with uh, capture and document management software for a much longer time, but I just uh, I joined Amplexo in the last year. Um, well, in my uh, I'm I'm then in the team called Content Capture and uh, Intelligence which is a team which is mainly focused around uh, capturing content and scanning. So one of the main products that we are uh, working with is, for example, Intelligent Capture. Right. And um, and, and Plexer and, and yourself, you have been very much involved in one of the latest activities we had uh, working together, which is the beta program, specifically to uh, test drive uh some of our services and the objective was for you to provide uh, feedback to provide some comments and again just to help us shape those services in such a way that they, that we can be successful as, as a team so um, so what's your experience what was your experience like working uh, with the beta program well the the, the beta program for us was um, just an opportunity to uh, to get to know the new technologies that uh, Open Text is uh, developing. Um, as on Plexo, we we always wanted to be uh, informed by the latest technologies, and as we see the market uh, is moving from on premises to the cloud, um, the the OT2 developer program was for us the perfect opportunity to explore new ways to bring our customers to the cloud, and. Also, uh, for us, the um, the OT2 beta program 
was uh, a way to strengthen strengthen our bonds with open text because we really uh, value this partnership. And, and, and we value your partnership as well. And follow, following on this uh, conversation, um, so as part of the beta program, uh, you had the chance to, to, again, to provide feedback and, and comments. What was this experience like in terms of, uh, did you feel that you were really able to provide feedback? Were you able to sh uh, help us shape the services? Were you, did you, do you see any uh, benefits of you participating on, on this program? Most of the services in the program, they, they, uh, the OTQ services work pretty well and were really well documented. Um, but also we saw some services that were a little li limited in the documentation and uh, some services were not available yet. So in that perspective, the program may be initiated a little too early. But um, we know that OpenText is really working hard to fix these, uh, these issues in the near future. And I'm very happy that, that you mentioned that because at the end of the day, I mean, these beta programs are not to, to, to run uh, perfectly. I mean, nothing is going to be uh, perfect. And uh, it's also helpful to know that we can identify uh, things things to do better, which in this case you, you have highlighted. Now, during these, uh, the program, uh, you work with several services. Uh, would you mind maybe mentioning some of the services you, you work with? Yeah, mostly we uh, we worked with uh, the the core capture uh, service, uh, the core transformation service. Um, those are yeah, obviously the, the metadata service and the content service to to store our data and documents. But the the capture service and the core transformation services were the most important services that we worked with. And w when you say that you work with these services, I'm assuming that you. Uh, test them and you provided feedback but uh, but as far as I know you were all, you also had the chance to build an application um, if so what type of application were you able to to, to build well we um, yeah, first of all when we started with the program we thought of uh, a couple of business applications that we could build with the services that were offered um, then we came to a short list of four applications of which one was actually chosen to be built um, and this service was called uh, Reduction in the Cloud. And for this service, we created a team of uh, three developers and one product owner. So, uh, yeah, that way we, could, we, we started to get familiar with the services that we needed for this application. And then we started building. So, um, yeah, that's mainly how we, how we did it. And, and you mentioned the application is called Redaction in, in the Cloud. Uh, maybe you can explain us a little bit more what is this application, what, what it does? Yeah, but Redaction in the Cloud is um, a service that redacts um, personal data, personal sensitive information in documents. We see that many um, companies are looking for ways to redact uh, important data to comply with GDPR legislation. And this service is able to, um, uh, to classify the document, so uh, determine the document type, and based on this determination, it uh, redacts specific uh, personal information in, in these documents. 
Well, that sounds very cool. Um, you mentioned GDPR, and that's I mean, and I I have heard that uh, a few times in the past few months. And since we have people uh, living uh, who, who live in uh, in North America, Europe, and most people, uh, some people may be available on what exactly this is, but some people may not be. What exactly is GDPR, and why is it so important for you to comply with it? Yeah, the GDPR, uh, it's a good question. It's a, it's a European uh, legal framework that has been uh, set up the, the last couple of years to protect the privacy of uh, citizens in Europe. So that's a really important, um, uh, important legal framework because um, as we see that more and more data becomes available of people uh, online, uh, privacy is getting a more more important issue in the in the future and that's why this framework is set up and now uh, since two years uh, all companies have to comply with all the regulations in this framework so that means that whenever you build application uh, or leveraging our apis you have to take into consideration gdpr so you are in compliance is that correct yeah, and then mainly when you're uh, distributing content. So when you're distributing documents that contain uh, personal information, then this this personal information has to be blacked out more or less. I see. I know uh, we're talking about building applications and during uh, your time helping us shape uh, our services and products. Uh, and maybe in the past few months, you've been working a lot with our with, with APIs, uh, which, which brings me to the topic of the API uh, economy, um, which and where, where APIs are facilitating the quick integration and development of new solutions and also allowing developers to go into the market uh, faster. That, that, that they could have done before. So what is your take on, on, on the topic of specifically APIs and why you, why do you think APIs are important for Amplexer and, and developers and how you leverage these APIs during this beta program, if I may ask? Well, um, APIs uh, offer us the opportunity to integrate uh, applications. Um, what we see is that business applications rarely operate standalone. They often communi communicate with each other through APIs. And also, um, APIs enable us to add new features to existing applications. And that's really important because our customers uh, have already a lot of applications they are working with, and they don't always wanna learn new applications, but they just want features and uh, new features added to their existing business application. So that way we can keep the customers working in the applications they are familiar with, but then with more functionalities than they, they had in the past. Right. And now during the, the program, you had access to work with different services. And I believe you mentioned workflow and signature. Um, how how valuable is it for Amplexer, for developers and yourself to get early access to, to these services, to get access to, to these APIs, to work with them and have the chance to provide uh, your comments to, to open text? What, what are your thoughts about, on these topics? Now, our developers are really interested in uh, always staying up to date with the latest technologies that OpenText is offering. The, the OT2 beta program offered uh, our developers a glimpse of what is next on the OpenText technology roadmap. 
And for us, that provides the opportunity to start thinking about uh, ways to serve our customers and then pending on the new technology to become available on the market. So, and, and I believe you and I talk about this, that at the beginning of, of the beta program, um, I mean, we had hundreds of people signing in, but only a handful of companies were selected. And the reason was because, I mean, the, the, the criteria was very well defined in terms of we needed someone who, who had been working with the services, someone who had a large group of developers that they could uh, help us attest the services and, and, and so on. But do you, so, and again, you were selected uh, out of these uh, out of these companies who, who apply. Would you recommend any other companies out there, any other developers, to sign in for any future uh, type of activities similar to the one you participated? Um, and if so, why would you encourage them to, to do so? Yes, I, I would really encourage to uh, to participate in these kinds of programs because. Um, it's just the opportunity to get to know the, the, the latest new technologies in our field and start working with it. So we already know about the features that are not even there. And that's, uh, I think uh, that makes, uh, that gives us a competitive advantage uh, compared to other uh, uh, organizations. And that's really important for us because we obviously want to be uh, a leader in the uh, information management market. And you know, and, I, and I'm glad that you're saying that uh, because uh, we, the company is planning to do many, many things in the in the coming months. And one of the things that we're planning to do it's um, it's a developer type of uh, summit. So I wonder, Walter, if uh, and keep in mind that we are still working on this. So this is a perfect time for for me to ask you this question. Um, thinking about a partner summit, so a place or a, a place where we would get together and specifically talk to to the to IM developers and come up with activities with training sessions with demos. I mean, these are things that come to mind. But but maybe my question to you is. What do you think OpenText should be considering for this uh, partner summit coming ahead? Um, well, uh, for example, one of the things that I did during uh, OpenText World was uh, following a developer, lab, a developer lab, which was concentrated around the OT2 capture service in particular. And um, I found out that during this uh, developer lab, we had the opportunity to build a small OT2 application and ask questions to an OT2 expert. And this was really interesting because um, this way we could learn about the service. We got uh, tips and tricks on how to work with it and got a little bit familiar and asked the questions that were important for us. So if the summit has some kind of um, set up like this that would be really interesting for our developers. Okay, um, thank you so much for sharing that. And again, this is something that we're working on uh, as we speak. And um, you mentioned something very important, which is developers who always want to be up to date. They want to learn. And it seems uh, from what I have seen and based on what you just said, that developers want practical stuff. I mean, they want demos, they want labs. I mean, they want, they want to do stuff. Is, is that what I'm getting out of your comments? Yeah, that's, that's, that's really true. They want to, at least the, our developers at Oplexo, they, they just want to be uh, uh, on the front line. They want to know about the latest technologies. They want to get their hands dirty. They want to just work with the stuff and see what's possible. 
so they get a feeling of what we can offer our customers. That's 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 really true. Yes. So it seems that the Implexor team has a big appetite to to do more, to do better, uh, which which sounds great to me. Now, if you don't mind me asking, um, what what plans does Implexor has in the future to to keep on leveraging the APIs that OpenText has provided? through the beta program and now available to everyone through developeropentext.com. Is that something that you can share with us? Uh, yes. Well, uh, first of all, we we uh, are planning to continue building the OT2 application uh, I just uh, told about. Um, we started building this application at the beginning of the OT2 beta program, um, but we are still waiting for a couple of specific functionalities that we need. Uh, which are coming available uh, in the in the next quarters. So that's. Uh, but in the meantime, we are uh, already looking and talking to new customers that uh, could benefit from the capabilities that OD2 has to offer. That sounds fantastic. And um, I have one more question, and hopefully you don't mind me asking you this. Uh, um, when we talk about uh, partners and them helping us shape our products and services, which is, again, is a constant process. Um, it's very important for us as a company to, to listen, to hear what, what you say, because, well, because when doing so, we can take all the, all your comments or, or your feedback and be able to, to build better services. Um, do you feel we have done a, I mean, how good of a job have we done so far on listening uh, to Amplexer's uh, comments and suggestions? Yeah, I think really well, because um, I just mentioned that uh, the OT2 um, uh, beta program may be initiated a little too early, but that was also an advantage, with, which uh, um, uh, because it started so early, we were given the opportunity to, to think about uh, the ways in which the services should work and how the documentation should look like. and how the pricing model, for example, should look like. All these things, we had this, I had many discussions with, uh, with colleagues from OpenText um, that, um, about these topics, and that was really interesting. I'm very glad to, to hear that, Walter. And, and Walter, I mean, this is not related to, to what we are discussing today, but you and I were talking the other day, and you told me that you are a big uh, tennis fan. And I have to ask you this question because if you play tennis, if you follow tennis, this question, you know, it's going to come. Are you more of a Federer uh, fan or a Rafael Nadal fan? Yeah, actually, I'm more of a Roger Federer fan, to be honest. Oh, so so, so am I. I mean, so I mean, I, I mean, I'm thankful that that you answered that, that that in that way. But now, why why Federer versus Nadal? I mean, you have two great players. What makes Roger? better, different, or uh, in that sense? Yeah, it's a, a little bit of the comparison between uh, Messi and Ronaldo. It's it's between uh, a, a talent, technique on one side, or uh, working hard on the other side. And uh, both players are obviously uh, great players to look at, uh, great tennis players. But I liked uh, the, the style and the flair of uh, Roger Federer. You know what? You and I feel the same way. And you know what? As I'm listening to you, uh, you bring a very good point, which at, at the end of the day, uh, it, I mean, 
you can you can obtain great results regardless on your style. If I talk about if I think about developers, I mean we have lots of them, different styles, different personalities, but um, many of them are very successful because at the end of the day they deliver what we what they have to do, which is which is great. Um, Walter, thank you so very much for taking the time uh, uh, today. I really appreciate it. I'm really much looking forward to see what Amplexer has uh, for us in the future. But for the for the time being, thank you so very much. Yeah, thank you too. Thank you for listening to the Open Text Developer Cast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review. And don't forget to come back next month for another episode.